Good evening and welcome to another edition of From the Terrace by the fans for, for the, the fans. fans. And tonight... It's well, only me and you that do that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah, it's a tradition, but <laughs> it I like is, It's become like I, a normal I quite thing. Like it. Um, and tonight we've got a, a quite a different one. We're talking about agents in the game, as well as the lower leagues. We're going to be talking about Liverpool and how good they're doing. Well. And also we're going to be talking about how good we were doing at the weekend with uh, Makazakas. Um, before we get into it, boys, how are we doing? Very yeah. well. All good. Good. All good. Yeah. Very well. Great weekend, as we know. It was indeed. Yeah, I can't uh, complain at all. And uh, you're joined by myself, Dan Welton, Dan Wiltshire. Hello. Jay McAnally. Hello. And Big Connor Hack. How you doing? And uh, before we uh, start on any conversations, just shout out to Harry Clark and Lascelles for getting the uh, correct person in our competition. Yeah, Roy Asando. Well done, boys. What legend. Big yeah, man. Very well done. Roy, if you're listening, come on down. <laughs> <laughs> We've been two minutes this week. <laughs> he loves it. Getting in um, early and out of the way. And just a big shout out to everyone on the socials for all the support so far. All yeah, all new followers. This weekend. Yeah. Amazing yeah. support. Welcome. Uh, and as always, Joel at 484 Studio. Yep. So, boys, let's crack on. Let's crack on. Agents in the game. What are we thinking about them? You know, they're rolled in the game. Oh, they're quite... They're quite <laughs> <laughs> they do have quite... A, Can you be a, more specific in your question, please? <laughs> they're quite cynical, the way you look at agents now. Like, as soon as an agent pops up on social media, on TV, it's always got bad backlash. There's always something malice behind them. Um, you know, we've been looking into them. What are we, what are we making of them? They're you know, growing their roles, Should their roles be changed or...? Growing influence in the game. No two ways about it. Um, they're obviously here to stay. They've got a lot of pull in the game. Um, it just depends on are they getting too big mm. for some, you know, for some of the games, like you know, for some of the clubs. Some the way the way some of them talk about uh, clubs and the way they go on is like they're entitled to these to these uh, bonuses and mm. whatever, and it just feels a little bit slimy sometimes with agents. Yeah, especially when you've got ones called super agents as well. It just adds to their ego. Yeah, it's hard because. No one ever really comes out and slates their agent. They're all like for them. So they must be doing something right behind the scenes. Because they're earning them yeah. a shitload of money, isn't it? They're, the right they're getting the best deal for them in terms of earning maximum. Yeah. But it, like you said, it's the way they go about it. Some agents do a good job and still earn their clients maximum and they've got respect in the game for the job that they do for them. But you've got so, certain agents out there that are complete opposite. They think they're almost uh, stars in their own right. Yeah. I think their name yeah. is, is just as big as the players. They're becoming big bigger than the, the Yeah, exactly. Bigger than the players. Um, that's absolutely right. Like, Jamie. Oh, don't. Carry on, boys. I'm just winding up on this one because there's yeah. an agent that I'll, I'm going to hit in a minute. Honestly, white-collar boxing is going to make a <laughs> comeback with this guy. You guys carry on. I'm just winding up. Safe Ruby. I think... You heard of Safe Ruby? I, I have not. One of the biggest twats out there when it comes to agents, mate. He took a young kid out of his boyhood club because he said you won't get minutes and you'll earn more money. So he took him abroad to Italy. Oh, this and Bobby what's Duncan's. He, what's he done since he's gone to Italy? Sat on the bench, done nothing. Hasn't, hasn't even made a match day squad for the first team. He's played under-18s and under-23s football, just like he was here. Well, but he's had some great food. Yeah. yeah. Twat. Italian mm -hmm. cuisine. And, uh, and, and he's also... Had a pop he, with Jamie Carragher, didn't he? Safe Ruby is no longer the agent of Bobby Duncan. Yeah. Because Bobby Duncan's decided he wanted to go down a new direction, apparently. Well, Which to me he, says he's realised. Stevie G's um, Why did he dig out Carragher? Uh, he's so, on his little sister or something. So basically... Um, that's quite crass, you mate. leave Jamie out of this, Basically, right? on, on Twitter, there was an article saying that uh, Bobby Duncan felt that Liverpool have almost, not bullied him, but haven't done well for his mental health, but the way they handled the contract situation. Carragher came out and said, no, this is completely wrong. Uh, the agent is just here to stir, to stir shit. Agents then come back at Carragher you know, giving him the verbals and all that. Fair enough. Uh, it turned out that the agent actually knew nothing about football because he started taking the mick out of Michael Edwards, our, um, our what do you call him? Sporting director. Sporting director. Chief sporting director. Uh, who's done a fantastic job for Liverpool. Um, and he came out and said, oh, Michael Edwards is an idiot. He, you know, he penned in Kevin Prince-Botan to be a centre forward or a fake nine for Liverpool when he, does, when he plays midfield. Last 18 months, two years, he's been playing a false nine and centre forward in Spain <laughs> and Italy. Uh and now, as you there's, say, mate, there's a whole been... host of them. If you go on Twitter and you search Safe Ruby, you'll find a whole host of different mm. people that are talking about him, and you will not find one positive comment left by anyone mm. in the game of football about that guy as an agent. And do you think the way agents earn their money, because they're paid for every contract that's signed, 
there, there's almost an incentive for them to say, yes, you know what, let's take Dan out of, you know, Aston Villa where you would play uh, and let's try and get him a move up, up, up field <laughs> rather than say, you know what, let's develop you here. You know, this guy's thinking of... Claret and blue, through and through. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, you know what I mean? Like, there's almost an incentive for them to get a, their client out of a club because it gives them money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they definitely do. But I think also at the same time, it probably gives a lot of others who earn you know, an honest living actually do have a lot of players' best interests at heart. Mm. A bad name as well. So, I mean, I'm not... There's something that is needed these days because otherwise I think players could easily be exploited exploited by these clubs. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're dealing with businessmen now, like, uh, a high level. Mm. And it's very easy for you to be exploited as a young player or, you know, any player. Yeah. I can imagine it would be. So you need someone there, like, fighting your corner. But at the same time, it depends if they're fighting for the right reasons. Or if yeah, they've I mean, got a sinister motive behind it. Yeah. I think um, the way agents approach their clients has completely changed within the last 10, 15. Um, back in the day, an agent would be there to ultimately look at your career from a commercial aspect. So he'd be there to set up your sponsorships and stuff like that. And then obviously he'd be there to help broker deals as and when you need to move to better your career or whatever it is. Now, that move has just come to the forefront and as you say, it's like there's an incentive because there's so much money that these guys can get out of a deal now, especially as an example, like the Sanchez deal. When we took him, obviously we didn't pay a transfer fee. So that agent has earned so much money out of that. He's obviously got his client a massive signing on fee as well. And that is their, that's their motivation. It's, it's no longer their client's best interests. It's, it's theirs. And for me, I can understand why it's gone the way it's gone because it's kind of the way social, uh, sorry, society has gone. But I've, I think they're way above their stations, man. They piss me off. They end up making, like, they become, like, best friends with their players, you know what I mean? Like, they treat them in such a way, take them out for dinner and all that. They treat them as if they're a mate. So then when it does come down to these mm. difficult situations with their clubs, nine times out of ten, the players usually on the agent side yeah. because they've built up that sort of friendship relationship. So the player automatically thinks he's obviously doing what's best for me because he's my pal. Yeah, especially when, you know, they pick him up from such a young age. I remember... Um, Wayne Rooney was talking about his agent on a documentary a couple of years ago and he said when he was a youngster um, and an agent wanted to, to come to him, he didn't want to necessarily move away, you know, before the night move and all that. He said an agent came to him to say, I want to represent you. And who did he bring with him? He brought him Kenny Dalglish, like an, an icon in Liverpool. Just say, look, I endorse this man. He'll, he wants what you want, want first and foremost. Whereas now agents just think he can get money for me. I'm going to take one. Especially, especially some of the names we're seeing here. Like, you look at uh, Mendes. You know, not only is he an agent, but he's also played a big part in Wolves. He also played a big part in Valencia a couple of years ago. Porto. Uh, yeah, Porto yeah. as well. Like, this, like, he's not just an agent. He's also, like... He's actually he's, he's, in, he's in bed he's a, with clubs as well. He's a superpower. Yeah, there's an attachment. Yeah. To, his job is not just an agent. But the he's one thing I'll give Should Mendes, that be allowed, though? One thing I'll give Mendes is he actually understands football. Mm. There are those, and I'm going to say his name now. I've been winding up for a few minutes. Mino Raiola, have you say your stupid name, pal? I don't know who you think you are and what what stand you think you have within the world of football, right? But how dare you? How dare you, as a commercial expert, I'll give you that, that that's your job, you're an agent, you're a commercial expert. How dare you come out and speak against the largest football institution in the world and say that we would ruin X, Y, Z? Who are you to say that? Mm -hmm. Like... You earn your guys' money, whether it be Pogba, Lingard, honestly, please earn, uh, please earn him a move. Jesse, got to go, son. I'll oh, drive no, you mate. wherever you need to go, mate, if he brokers that move. But how dare these people will... come out and say stuff like that? Yeah, yeah he can dance all the way down to Leicester. I don't care what he does, mate. Millie Rock, he, yeah, can... he ain't good enough for Leicester. Fucking dab his way down there. I don't care, mate. But <laughs> me no Rayola, mate. I can't stand that guy. It was a little... I... <clears throat> when I saw the comments, I thought it was a bit disrespectful. You always, think you, you always think they're fake comments, you know, the ones people make up online. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like he's doing insane. it on purpose. Like, fair enough, we're in a, we are in a shit state right now. But to say what you said is, it is disrespectful, especially when you've got clients within that club. Like, and we are one of the biggest clubs in the world and can still earn him a lot of money. Are we going to want to take his players again? Well, yeah, we, we come out, he come out and said like, oh, Pogba's happy, we're happy to keep him there, blah, blah, blah. And at the same time, he's come out a week later and said, yeah, um, no, it's not a good place to be. Old Trafford, I wouldn't send any of my players yeah. there. So what, what message are you sending at the it's end of the like day? It's always like there needs to be like a... Not a what side are you playing But on? have a bit of respect out there. Because regardless of how big Man United are, and they are a huge, huge team, no doubt about that, even in their current state, 
But there needs to be a respect where you you can't just turn around and say, well, I'm, we're not going to deal with Man United because they're current state. Because there will still be players, that, people that will want to go Man United that he represents. There aren't many teams in there the world that are going to pay him a bigger fee. Exactly, yeah. And there's not many teams out there as well that a big name wants to go to a big club. You don't get much bigger than Man United. You know, there needs to be a, a line in the sand where, you know, you have to... He needs to be a bit more humble. Yeah, you earn a lot of money. Yeah, you've got the cameras on you every transfer window. But ultimately, you're not the star here. Exactly. You, you yeah. Stay you, in your lane, All son. you are is someone that just helps broker a deal. That's all you are. That's all you need to remember the, what you are. The yeah. player is the one who's going to get the flack on the pitch for your comments. That's giving Pogba, who's already it's got quite a hostile. It's already got a hostile reception at Old Trafford as well. That's not going to help anyone. Yeah, I mean, he, he has got to go now. It's got to the point where I think him staying is virtually untenable. Mm. Like... And to be honest, I think Pogba is actually a big reason why Lingard signed with him as well because they are best friends. So there's always going to be that influence there. They've known each other for 10 plus years. They yeah. grew up in the youth teams. Hopefully, you know, Pogba, as much as I like him, it's just not worked out for whatever reason, form, injuries, attitude, whatever it be. It's time to bite the bullet. Forget, forget this like, oh, we're the biggest team. We're going to keep our biggest players. It's not working. You're so not just exactly going to cut maybe they're off, on him either, though. Maybe they're offering him as a package. And cut ties with him. Mm, cut ties with Mino Raiola. I think a lot of teams would cut ties with Mino Raiola because A, the disrespectful things that he says, but if he gets away with that and he thinks, well, I've just mugged off Man United, who's next? Yeah, you everyone know? line up. Like, lay off United and while you're there, pal, lay off them donuts. Yeah. <sighs> His first name's fucking Carmine. Sounds like a mafia boss. Batman, isn't it? Carmine Carmine Raiola. Yeah, Carmine <laughs> Falcone. Uh, he's, he's rolling like he's in Gotham. This is Manchester, <laughs> son. But going back to uh, Mendes, do you think an agent should be allowed to have that um, stake in a club, like he does in Wolves, like he did in Porto, Valencia, but also be an agent for football players? Because... Yeah, I don't it, see it, it why can, not. If yeah, you put up a relationship. If you're good at your job and you know you're good at your job mm -hmm. and you don't go outside of your sort of expertise in either role, then I don't see why you can't juggle but both. But not a conflict of interest. I don't see Wolves complaining and I don't see why any players would complain about going to Wolves because they're a club that are on the rise. It's a good place to play, they've got a bit of money. Well, I don't see an issue with having a relationship with a club. I think we've got a, a, an agent that, that deals with players for us. But to work... Within the club, like he was not just uh, as an agent, as a broker between the two. He he was prevalent in the scouting procedure. He was, I think, he was a part owner in yeah, Valencia. Most as agents well. are, if you look through and the I list, think, but it doesn't stop most him. agents yeah, look at so, stop him. But what he That's is doing job. himself at Valencia, especially, he would take someone like Andre Gomez, who was representing. He nurtured him, wait until he got a fishing mill price tag, and then he pretty much well, gave him no, to Barcelona. It shows that he's, he's trusted. Yeah, he's trusted and respected enough in the game for the clubs to allow him so to take these the roles. So saying, look, that's our most, we're happy to do that. You, you like, invest you in somebody. I mean? It is yeah. an investment. You don't forget, like, these people are picking up, like, young players and putting a lot of effort and time into them mm. and maybe have, like I say, in their career throughout, and then they get the big move. At that point, I, I do yeah. think you probably deserve your He's grown his stature within the game to... to they play a role. They obviously that. do something uh, a good side of the game. Mm. It's just the way that some of them go about it yeah. makes them. As I say, it gives a bad name to well. others because yeah, yeah. it makes it gives them like this this horrible reputation of like, oh, we're only in it for the money. You know, we're sort of scumbags. When probably a lot of them got invest a lot of time in these people and to have some uh, best interests at heart. Mm. It's not an easy job anymore. Like you said earlier, the sort of role of an agent is tainted now. Because of certain people like the Mino Raiola, yeah. and now he's having things. So the now, guy, um, what was it? I, if this is wrong, I'm sorry, but is it Usmanov? He used to represent Yaya Torre. He used to speak out of turn right. all the time. The amount, like some of the things he used to come out and Wasn't say. Wasn't he the one that came out about the birthday cake? Mm. Yeah, the yeah. Whole like, cake. He, yeah. He was a disrespectful guy, and he like left a bad taste in the mouth. So many do though. Like people are represented by their like dad or their like brother or whatever, and they've come out and just have a go. It's like, like we get it. Icardi, yeah, you know. Icardi's another one. Is what his missus represents? Yeah, yeah. And she has rustled so many feathers. Well, ruffled, sorry. On and off the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> rustled up a few feathers. Rustled up some feathers there. Maximilian. Well, she's a... Do you think that the she's groups are any better? The agency groups? So you've got like sports entertainment group, SEG. Well, it's weird. That I, Do they I, run things any better than... I never really knew about them until... Um, who was it? Uh, Tevez and Mascovano. Who was it? Kia Jurabchurun or whatever he's called. Jura, he's he's, 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 he's the one who has links with Chelsea. Yeah, his, yeah, his company, his his company I can't remember the name of the company, but they were part owners, weren't they? They weren't just agents, they were part owners of players. Yeah. And that, that became quite a big That's thing. Massive mm. in, I, don't, um, I don't know what's happened to that. Did FIFA just nip it? No, so it's it's uh, in Europe, It's you can't do it, yeah, but it's, it's massive in, in Brazil. Massive. South America, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, part of the problem with, um, I know it's going to sound silly, but when you get like a 
we get FIFA on the PlayStation, no Brazilian uh, players from the Brazilian league will be on it because they'd have to go to everyone individually and work out get their rights. The rights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So they're all owned third party. That's a bit of a bad one as well. Mm. Like being part owners of a player, mm. but there's an agent who should work in the background, mm. and then there's these guys which are effectively like another manager, not just your club manager, but you've got an actual commercial manager as well that's quite crazy that's a a whole other they are they are owned but I think they've got more freedom as well themselves so when a game would come to them they can broker it themselves say look I think I'm worth this much rather than being told you're going to get X amount you have a lot more freedom yourself I'm glad that's not a thing in Europe yeah but it's quite it's South America I think the Sebastiano thing was a big thing over that wasn't it yeah, yeah, I yeah it was a massive issue. Well, that was a big points. thing for a year or <laughs> Your Warnock's still fuming. Yeah, he's still. Your Warnock's still wants blood. Well, they were, the Sheffield United fans were going at it the other night, weren't they? Obviously, Friday yeah. Night Football last week. They don't week. forget. Yeah. Is it the first time they've played each other since that yeah. season? So, yeah. People don't forget. It all came out. Uh, <laughs> it was like eight I, yeah, years ago. West, yeah, West Ham fans were in like Terrace masks. And yeah, mate. Yeah. 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 Shit houses. Those players, they done well for themselves, didn't they, them two? They definitely did, yeah. Did all right. They didn't even say long West Ham. The funny thing out of it all was Mascherano went on to have a more successful career. He was the one who couldn't <laughs> yeah, get on the pitch yeah. for West Ham. Oh, yeah, mate. Alan Pardew didn't have a clue what to do with I him. I think they both looked at each other just couldn't even figure each other out. They were like, where are we? Like... <laughs> Tevez is another snake, by the way. Is he? Yeah, top player, but One of many. Of he is. Great, great golf player as well. Is he? Great golfer, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How do you know that? Carlos on the hey, team. So, do you remember when he refused to play and took a hiatus? All he yeah. did was play golf. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> Players like doing that now, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Gareth. Oh, yeah. it all makes sense now. I would, to be fair. Um, but going back to agents, uh, I think there are a couple of agents out there. And I think when you look back now at transfers that um, happen at a time, you think, oh, his agents are asking for money. When really you can look at what their comments were at the time and look back and think, actually, you know what? Maybe he was right. I look at um, Sterling's agent. Do you remember when he was off out? Mm. Uh, and he had like midweek, uh, mid-season break in Jamaica. He had an unsanctioned interview with the BBC. If his agent was in his ear saying, look, Liverpool right now, you're the top man for Liverpool. No getting around that. But you're on the decline. You're just elsewhere. Are you going to bring anyone in? Are you going to give five more years of your life? Or go to Man City who are on the rise. Currently just be one of the just another name, but because you're young, you have the chance to actually uh, make yourself superstar, which he has done. Um, you know, so do you think right now we'll be looking at agents thinking, oh, they do this, they do that, but actually then ignore their clients actually going on and bettering themselves so it's, they always justify that. It's, the right it's difficult, Of course man. they make the right moves. They wouldn't be around if they didn't. Mm. If a player's successful at the club, the agent looks like he's on the right thing for the player. Mm. If the player has a bad moment for the club like Pogba is, forget Mino Raiola being a dick in the first place, if Pogba had been flying for United the last three seasons or whatever it is he's been there now, then everyone wouldn't bat an eyelid at what the agent's done and so say Pogba all, would be the main man. The it, but if the player performs, the agent is a hero. If the player doesn't... But there's, um, it's not just like um, the super agents and the massive agencies out there. Like my um, one of my dad's friends, Dave, used to play for Watford. He's an agent and he's like literally like lower league players, proper lower league. And he travels all over the country, like wind, rain, shine. So like, there's that side of the game where these people are putting in the hours behind the scenes where they're not getting the massive That's what money. I like, man. The nitty-gritty yeah, of the yeah, game. Yeah, still like, out there. People are still we went along with a of, like, Yeah, we went along to like, a couple of games with him. He's just watching players. Just like, it'd be middle of nowhere. Just like, yeah, I've come along. Hopefully this geezer's all right. Hopefully he's got a bit about him. He'll go there. He might be. He might not be. It's just a chance you take. But you've got to put the hours in. Especially and it's a hard, it is hard graft. Like, mm. It is hard graft down that level. Especially with low league players, because they'll be thinking, I I, you know, a lot of them will have like a second job. They'll be thinking, I don't really have enough time to put myself out there to other clubs. A guy like Dave comes in, shout out Dave. Yeah, it's... Um, come on down. It's an important role with that down that level, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, come yeah, definitely coming down. But yeah, um, yeah, there's that side of the game, the side of agencies that, you know, people forget about. I think there's all different levels. Um, and you know, not all these people. I'm trying to be on their side a little bit. Not all these people are terrible people. You're right. Not, well, yeah, e- not think... every agent is bad. Yeah, yeah. Not every agent is bad. As I said, but the, one, the ones that are good and do the hard graft are usually the ones that do it in the background yeah. and don't take the limelight. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we're, we're not going exactly to know about. It's a like, growing influence in the media. I think yeah. that's the problem. How many times are you on like Sky Sports or on a newspaper or BBC, and you just see a picture of Rayola there on his phone, shorts in the summer, sunglasses, thinking he's you know a Bobby Dazzler. Step back, because like we said earlier, ultimately the only person he's affecting is his client, and he's not doing his client any favors coming out disrespecting clubs. And you know what? 
I don't care for Man United. I'll put it out there right now. But it's the disrespect towards a, a great institute. Shout out, Jay. It's just not on. Who do you think you are? You know, this yeah. is how this is you, the sir? best league in the world, most competitive league in the world, most money in the world. You will get as much money as you could ever dream of and more representing clients in the right way in this league. Don't come out and think you're just because you weigh a lot, doesn't mean you're bigger than Man United, not by any chance. It's disgraceful. And I think he, I think Pogba should have come out and condemned those comments and just said, Look, I, suck him I don't Pogba could go out and still get a Exactly. That's the he's thing. Earning, he's earning his money. Don't give Pogba a shit. Pogba knows he's, he's a name. He should come out and say, Look, I distanced myself from that. He's still my, my agent. Um, we still have a great relationship. Those comments. Don't he was, he was, um, don't he was too high on the gas and air, wasn't he? I don't know if I'm drunk or if I'm I mean, sober. How much of it is? <laughs> they gave me something. It feels good, man. How much of it is like we say? Oh, maybe it was like he's comments and that. How much of it comes from Pogba? Maybe he's had a chat with him. And said, look, yeah. don't feel like I'm really going anywhere he, here. Uh, and he's going, you know what? I'll have a chat with the media. Okay. On the other side, it could oh, just be trying work. to help. Yeah, trying to help Pogba by saying, look, I'll force to move for you instead of you forcing it. He's yeah. left Man United once from free. It's definitely. A he's always sat there. He's like, I'm yeah. not happy here. What can I do? I don't want to be disrespectful to the fans. You know, I've got quite a good rapport here. Blah blah. What can I do? And he probably said, you know what? I'll do it for you. Leave that. Man United is shit. Let's fuck off. Mm. Tell you what, mate. You buy me six big That's racks, not my view. That's the view of Raola. Mm. Well and, saved. And there's a thought <laughs> for that. That's on the terrace. <laughs> <laughs> Got to say that after the results this year, haven't you, really? <laughs> yeah. Talking of results, boys. Results. The results were cleaning up in the uh, the Macazakas this weekend. Great start. Someone yeah, stop us, up. honestly. I, I will clear it up. We pick one each. I can't take credit. It's just a catchy name. Yeah, it yeah, it's just a name. Fantastic right, yeah. That actually came with Spur at the moment on the very first podcast, as all you listeners will remember. Yeah. yeah. And Wilshire came up with it. Thank you. Like a light bulb. He's a smart man. He picked Barnsley, lowly, bar- lowly Barnsley. To beat Huddersfield this weekend. I've got Great finger shot. on the pulse they of the did. lower leagues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we love the I'll lower keep my leagues. my ear to the street down there. <laughs> Shout out the Cheltenham boys, my pick, beating Walsall. Comfortable in the end. Connor. Yeah. I'm Connor gonna, was a good I'm, I'm going to publicly apologise to Connor, right? And I'll let you all in on a little secret. We oh. picked him out Saturday morning. He's straight he in Ipswich. I was looking at the form table and I said, Connor, are you sure, mate? Ipswich are pretty dire at home. I know they're fifth, but they are pretty dire, mate. And he said, what was it? Trust in Lambert. Trust in Lambert. Trust in, Lambert. Trust in Paul Lambert. I trust in Lambert. Champions League winner. So should I think you. They were four, I think they he were smokes. four new up at half time. <laughs> he <smokes. laughs> He's got an affiliation because he smokes Lamberts as well. So <laughs> <laughs> he's got that, that link yeah. there. He's Scottish. You know what I mean? My in-laws are Scottish. There's just there's, there's enough connections there so for me legend. to realise that Lambert was the one for me this Saturday. Yeah. He might <laughs> not be next week, don't get me wrong, but this week <laughs> Lambert was the one for me. And then uh, we were waiting on Exeter for a little while, but the boys came through in the end, luckily for me. Yes, they did. Would be pretty embarrassing if Maka let down Maka Zaka's week one. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's... We've dropped Maka from the... <laughs> Maka from the Akers. It's just called Akers now. <laughs> no, good start, good start. Um, yeah, so we probably won't get another one for another five weeks now. Do you know what? I don't know, actually. I think we've got um, a good chance. We've the got the, the lower leagues, there's money to be made, boys. Yeah. Money oh. to be made. Uh, but again, just a disclaimer, we're not giving you tips. Yeah, we're not tips. These are just our opinions. Yes, we're experts, but... You, you know, do well to back it next time. But if you're pretty <laughs> enough, well, I might give you the tip. And when... <laughs> When the fun stops, stop. stop. He's, got, he's only got the tip. <laughs> oh, my family's <laughs> Sorry, mum. Oh. Uh, we'll cut that bit. Sorry, no, we won't. That's that Jamie had crabs live on air. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure we're allowed to say that? What? When the fun stops, stop. I'm sure that ain't copyrighted elsewhere. We're going to have people knocking at the door. No, we're, if anything, we're He didn't finish. We interrupted. He was going to say, when the fun stops, stop betting. No, we're just endorsing the... It's on yeah. the bottom of every betting advert. All right. Yeah. All right, we're just... just yeah, sure. we're just... If you sponsor us. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sponsor oh, us. All right, Jeff, I'll change it. Look, spend Jeff all your money boys. on bets, guys. Do what you want. Get in yeah. debt. Lose no, your car, lose d- your house. Don't get That's what debt. I'm about. Love that. Wow. <laughs> don't get in debt. Well, look, why said when the fun stops, stop? We said, oh, don't say that. Ruin your lives. Go on, see if I care. Let's not argue. We've when the money runs out. Ruin your lives. See get if out. I care. <laughs> I hate you all. Tarnished it. It was a great weekend. Delved into the lower leagues. We won some money. Let's just, let's just keep on an even yeah, kill boy. You two are meant to be friends amongst everyone, by the way. <laughs> We're getting it out now yeah. so we can come together at the end of the show. We know mm. what's coming. Yeah. Mm. Could have to be batting things away left, right and centre. That controversial Parry. get us views. The lower leagues are where it's at, boys, I'm telling you. Lower leagues have always been where it's at. Talking I, of I've delving into about, the lower leagues. 
Yeah, I've always said lower leagues where I it's tried linking him three times. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Joe. What's your name? Dive down into the lower leagues. Delving into the lower leagues, boys. It's, like, it's the place to the go. Right yeah. to the deep end. Are we Something's, delving into the championship? Some, yeah, someone saying it's always mentioned to us is about like, don't just focus on the premiership and like, our clubs, which we you tend to do, don't you, sometimes? Yeah. So we thought we'd give a little bit of a well, spotlight on Well, if you look at the, the, the championship table, off the top of my head... From 14th to 6th up, there's only six points separating them. I'll be honest, I don't watch the lower leagues, but I'm joking, I do, I do. of course I do. I actually quite enjoy watching the it's championship. All, yeah, it's no, it's very yeah. Every game, you never know what you're going to get. Everyone can beat league, everyone. Man. I watch Sheffield United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be pulling your hair out. Like, if you look at um, Leeds, Leeds were 10, 11, 12 points off uh, third place. They're now only six points off Yeah, but they're good at throwing it away, Leeds. They do it year after year after year. Yeah. They're up there, they're up there, up there. And they just can't get over the finish It's got to be It's like a mental block. Like they've been in it. that league for years and that is yeah. amazing. I hope they stay there. I'm, I'm a United larger. fan, mate. I love seeing Leeds bottle it. It's yeah, fantastic. So do I, to be fair. Yeah, I, I, I I'm pretty sure care. we relegated them. Did you? Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure we relegated them. That's like fantastic, man. Sure we did. They relegated themselves with dodgy, uh, dodgy income. <laughs> man City, you consider yourselves lucky that you got a fucking state behind you. They've got a fight on though, mate. There's some teams coming up behind these now. Brentford. Oh, yeah. really? Bang on. Brentford, 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 Brentford. They've, got, they've got like two of the top six scorers in the league. They're I like that. Um, what's his name? I don't think... Is it Saeed Bayrama? Is that his name? The winger for Brentford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. cool, mate. He looks like a, mate, a the kid, he's a little uh, player, young side. Yeah. The kid that Wes Brom bought, I can't remember his name. He's a little cam. Sent him in uh, attacking midfielder. Oh, what's his name? Little guy. He is a baller, mate. They took him off Brentford in the summer. I can't remember his name now off the top of my head. Josh McKeck. It's not uh, Ferguson, McKechn, is it? I think he's still no, it's there. not. Uh, Josh. I know you're Should talking Josh about. <laughs> Just pick Josh McKechn. Uh, George McKechn still at Chelsea. The future, yeah. Georgie. Fuck the McKechns. Um But yeah, the, if you look at across the like, the, 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 the top sort of six or whatever, Romain Sawyers. Sawyers. That's who you're talking it. about. Sorry, bro. I was That's thinking right. about it. It was bugging me. That's, That's who you're right. talking about. He's Good a tidy, tidy little footballer, man. Bugging all of us. Love a cam. I wouldn't have left here without you getting up. That's a centre attacking midfielder, not a camera. <laughs> Pay for another hour. Yeah. <laughs> Put that out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the top the top six, anything can happen. It's always the same with the championship. Like, you, without any league, you can, like, theoretically have a good run of form towards yeah. the end and fire your way up into the playoffs. Well, Burnley well, are last year, year, 18th. They? They're only 10 points off the playoffs with yeah. half the season left to go. Look at Villa last year. I remember when, Yeah, I remember when Reading got promoted back in um, 2013. Uh, 2012, sorry. They just went flying through mm. uh, the second half season and, and got... Crept into the that's, playoffs. Yeah, and that's seriously where, like, the playoffs, that's where what happens. You go in there as the form team and you usually have a chance to yeah, come up. Like, sixth place will mm, yeah. creep in. The one that creeps in at the last minute on form yeah. all the normally goes in as a favourite. And a lot of the time, the teams that drop, like finish third or fourth they've dropped out of the automatics at the last minute so they're yeah they're on a bad like, one yeah oh, that's what I love about that league it's just mad it's changing yeah. all the time you look so at like exciting. Borough and Derby they've been pretty crap all season but now like Middlesbrough the form team in the division Derby have just signed obviously Wayne Rooney they've got some good players Derby we yeah, obviously went Palace good. didn't we Hull by the way Hull were I think they were, near the, I think they were in the relegation zone not long ago they're now flying up the table. They've got one of the best players in the league. Middlesbrough Bowen, as well, yeah. man. Jared Bowen will get picked up. Jonathan Woodgate deserves a lot of credit for what he's done at Borough because he went in but, there and he struggled a lot and everyone well, was questioning him straight away. Chairman, well. Steve Wilson, is it? Yeah, at Borough? and they stuck yeah. with him and he's stuck with the he's team. He's been there for years as well. Everyone spoke, uh, speaks highly of Wilson. Um, They're a good Wilson. club. Middlesbrough are a good club. Like an all-round club. They're a good club. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's always had a good reputation. He was there Southgate days way before that. years and years. Derby, some uh, the Derby chairman's always someone that gives someone a chance, like yeah. Lampard a chance. Yeah, Mel Morris. Yeah, he's always he's always had quite a good um, reputation. Yeah, yeah. Who, who do you reckon's gonna come up, boys? I think Brentford will sneak into yeah. the automatics at some it's, point. I think, I think Leeds. I think Leeds will drop down into the playoffs again. I, I genuinely always, think they just don't I, have enough every year. There's I always fancy... teams that always seem to have the exact same uh, season. So you see people like Forest. Forest always have like a they always finish like mid table nowadays, and you just think. Is this year they're going to push on? No, it never is. I actually fancy Fulham. Yeah, I. Well, I bet on Fulham before. With the Mitrovic season. there, and now I think second half of the season he will bang goals. I think the quality always shines through eventually. Mm. Like that's what we always got told growing up. Like, yeah. do you remember yeah. our got, manager at school? Me, every every half time he'd yeah. be like, "Just keep going, boys. Quality will shine yeah. through." <laughs> that's why I think West Brom and Fulham. I think they're the best two squads. Yeah, I think West Brom will win the league. Fulham, are, Fulham are well equipped to go up. Um, Lead. Yeah, it's hard to say. Jeff and have always been that team that just never been quite good enough to. They always make the playoff, but they've never been good enough to get. They, just like I think Derby, they, they made the playoff final twice in two years, both both times. I quite enjoy them to come up over. to be fair. It's like Derby, isn't it? Derby have yeah. always been in the playoffs, been in the finals, mm -hmm. and it's never had that 
That'd be another big game for the Premier League, the The Sheffield Sheffield Derby, wouldn't it? And Sheffield hasn't been in the Premier League for 20 years now. Ages. Yeah. Don't want them. Didn't they have old Benito Carboni at one point? They did have Benito Carboni. They had uh, what a De Canio. De Canio, yeah. yeah. De Canio. He was playing for Wednesday when he pushed Push the referee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking nutcase driving his fucking moped about. Yeah, but shout out to you know, Ollie, Ollie Watkins doing a fantastic job at Brentford. The He's kids. being tipped for a Prem move, you know. A lot of the teams in the bottom half of the Prem are looking at Ollie Watkins to bring him from Brentford. Yeah, but yeah there's the, not much difference between a goal scorer at the top of the championship to someone that can score goals in there. I always think that, I think there is always, um, like, we've. If I was Ollie Watkins, those. I wouldn't move. I'd stay yeah, I wonder, at Brentford. I, wonder, I, wonder, I always, it, I always feel like state. there's it's such a it's such a fine line, and then like, there's so many Championship strikers that try and go up to Premier League move, move, and it never works out. You always think like che, Conor che Adams, Che Adams. I think, yeah, Adams. What you don't want to do uh, is leave a top team in the Championship in January to move to a team that's potentially fighting relegation in the Prem to play six months in the Prem yeah, and end up relegated now. again. Because there's no guarantee a team's going to pick you up again. You might as well see out the season with who you're with. Brentford could come up, could make the playoffs. As long as they still have a good season and a strong finish, there's no no doubt that he might still get a move at the end of the year, regardless of whether they come up. Yeah, don't rush your career. Yeah, no. like, yeah. If you're doing well somewhere... But, but then again, I think when you are in the Championship and a Premier League team comes into you, I think you just see... It's hard the, to say no. You yeah. see the Premier League, it's like... I, and I suppose from their own ego, like they're banging goals. Like, I can bang goals I in the Premier bang, League. Yeah, yeah. It's Definitely. like their confidence levels are up. Yeah. It's where That's your uh, agent comes in. Shout out, yeah. to, <laughs> shout out to Big Lewis Graben as well, still scoring the goals. Oh, with his ISIS beard. Yeah. <laughs> Needs a shave big time, mate. Sick of, sick of seeing his mug. Keep up the uh, the good work one. there, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> you got to feel Bolton are doomed in League One, haven't you? Yeah. I think Bolton are doomed in general, yeah. mate. They, the, the thing is, they had um, a terrible start at the minus 12, obviously, and it took them ages to get back. And then they kind of got some players in, and I thought, oh, you know, might, they might sneak up there. I mean, they'd be, in the, they'd be in the bottom three anyway. Yeah, even if they they're didn't. not picking up points like, at all, really. Anymore. Well, they, obviously, they lost players, didn't they? Because they couldn't pay them. So. Yeah. They, did they, did they get back. their manage back, Phil Parkinson? Yeah, yeah a few players back? come back as well. But, yeah, they're just not doing Rotherham really well. are flying. Yeah, they've got, they've got an them. unreal away record in that league. Mm. I've seen who's... Yeah, they they beat Oxford away the other day, and Oxford are top scorers in that league. They're top of the table, yet they've not got anyone in the top... Five goal scorers in the league. Share the goals about. Yeah. Fucking teamwork makes the dream I've work. I've seen who's uh, 20th and 19th in League One. Yeah. Milton Keynes and AC Wimbledon. Yeah, that is that. a grudge match. Yeah. Point between them. Have you seen when uh, Milton Keynes, they play, when they play away to Wimbledon, they just don't, they just put MK, they don't put the Dons on, on singing for them. They, just, they don't accept them as, uh, Petty. as Don. Petty. Petty Wap. You know, pay your debts. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out Big Lambert again. Yeah. Shout out Vinnie Jones. Great again, come on down. Mate, do you know who's let me down in that league? Again, I back these to get promoted before the season and they've been bang average, Sunderland, man. Yeah, mate. <laughs> what do you expect Why are they Sunderland? I know, oh, but they shouldn't be in that league for a start. Like, that's a big club. Big they? club. Yeah. It just Why shows they like... Stay? They're a just because they're the Netflix documentary yeah. does not make them a big club. <laughs> but they are, for the best part, they're, they're the best part of 10 years, they were league Premier League. I think they're exactly where they should It just shows... Uh, Paul nah, uh, they, they got a fucking you could say that about anyone though they got a lovely stadium Coventry Coventry Stadium Ipswich. Coventry don't have a stadium yeah, they are don't. they still playing um, no they yeah. don't but yeah, they're, they're, they're they could draw each other yeah. in the FA Cup they don't yeah they yeah the funny thing if Coventry win their replay they'll be the home they'll team they'll be the home the same team at St Andrews and Birmingham fans will have to sit in their own away end <laughs> it just, for those two it just screams how poorly managed they are above Portsmouth. in the board level because those two teams should be absolutely nowhere near. Like Coventry yeah. have been on a, a, a slope because of they've been sold, bought by a dodgy person. Well, they, sold, they've been out of the league for 20 years. The likes of Portsmouth and Sunderland. Portsmouth won the bloody FA Cup yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's, it's but a big fall. We're only looking at it from like a recent point of view. It's a bad run. Like, do you not remember the days of Kevin Phillips and Niall Quinn? I do. But yeah, I strike I force, suppose. mate. I suppose. Much Julio Arca played there for a little after Borough. Did, or Wizard. Yeah, but Bolton were a great side. Look at where they were. Yeah, are. Bolton were probably one of the best mid. Uh, they were established. They got to Europa, uh, UEFA Cup final, didn't they? That was Middlesbrough. Was that yeah. Middlesbrough? Yeah. They got, there was in Europe regularly. Yeah. Oh, they had challenging a, they had for the uh, top four. They had a stint in Europe under big side. Yeah, no, you're right. It shows like. Kevin Day- um, Davis has dropped more elbows than badly. The Rock. Clubs run badly. What can you do? Yeah. Fact. You know, Acton Stanley? Who were they? Who were they? I watched them against Ipswich earlier in the season and they actually gave him a decent game. They were strong, but you just look at them and you think, fuck me. Even Blackpool in League One. Are they? Yeah, 13th. 
Yeah, but they, they're, they're no one now. You I know they're no one. I know they're no one. But even when remember how even when they came up, they weren't a big side. They weren't so seen how badly that Charlie Adams is aged. Oh, oh my God, mate. Jesus. Oh, mate. You're still banging you know, goals you know, like you run... <laughs> That's what it looks like. You know when you get in the bath and you stay in there for ages and then you get out and you look at your thumb? He <laughs> <laughs> looks like that. Someone, <laughs> someone zoomed in on the picture of him and they was like, oh, it's nice to see a Scottish man still supporting England because he's got the St. George's flag because the gap's in his teeth. <laughs> mate, I was excited when we signed him. I was was like, you? Yeah, I was like, I was absolutely raging when we signed him. Corners are worth ten million alone, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the thing is, I looked at him. I think we only got him for like six million or something like that. I was thinking he's just gone down. He's got a good you know, left peg on him. Probably be a good little um, passer. He'll probably get a bit more space. Got a I'm banging goal. Charlie, he, he, he fit, fit, he he fit into that team because everyone playing around him at that time was bang average. Yeah, yeah, Koncheski at left back. I remember he scored that banging goal against us halfway, wasn't it? Yeah, against, uh, yeah, but he used to try that ten times a game. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was. Carra came out fuming. Do you hear what Craig Bellamy said in his book about him? He said on his first day... Adam. Yeah, he said on his first day, like, he had a, like, an awful training session. And one of the experienced lads went up to him and said, what kind of shit have we signed here? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of shit have we signed? Is that Craig Bellamy? bullying right. again. It's too right, mate. You've got to put <laughs> it out there and let him know early doors. Damn right. If you're shit, you ain't welcome. At least he's got a neck. Oh, man, leave Craig alone. I love Craig Bellamy. I like Craig Bellamy. Yeah, two good spells at us. He is a little wanker. I'll lay off him. He might come and bully me. And he could. I remember, him, I, remember him, <laughs> I remember him giving it to John Terry. Mate, you give Craig <laughs> Bellamy a golf club, mate. You're, John, you're mate. your own barrel, mate. John Terry, John Terry won't have a clue what's going John on, John Terry will slap his head off. Craig Bellamy will get around him too quick. It was the post yeah, interview, promote, wasn't it, against City? Where he goes, if you know what that guy's like. Let's <laughs> promote it. <laughs> Bellamy, anyway, Terry, we'll, you want to prove yourselves? Come on down, have it out on the show. Let's do a well and let's call them out. Yeah, we'll do a lie detector test as It'll well. It'll be our first video. <laughs> <laughs> be our first video. We mentioned white collar boxing earlier. <laughs> Let's get it on. And then moving down to uh, League Two. You know, I, one thing I want to say about League Two, Salford City. I, I don't like them. Of course I, you don't. I, I of course like you don't. I actually, Why don't you like them? I actually like them more than I even care <laughs> I about Man United. Think, I just think the... I think Salford City is The decent. amount of money they're spending in League Two is an absolute disgrace and FFB should look into it. It's not a disgrace. You've got an obsession it? with people spending money. When I you're down in those leagues... I want fair competition. Just when because you're down you... in those leagues, if you can spend money, you spend money. It's the only way you're going to make it out of those no, leagues not, into mate. the higher hard leagues. Hard work. Kids, if you're listening, train hard. Not everyone can sell Coutinho oh. for 140 million. So Bolton aren't training hard. Currently not, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> See what Parkinson thinks of that, shall we? Because you've been lucky transfers. You still spend money. I think Salford City are run quite well. Yeah, they're run because well they've because got, they've got a lot of money. Yeah, but they've also got players that have played the game at the top level who know how football works. Yeah, but they've bought it. They bought Notts County had so a lot of money. money Look for, what happened to them. It's just for, about the way you do it. Yeah, I think they're doing it the I, right. But Notts County had Spengler Erickson once. They're out like seven, eight, nine million on players. They're still spending within what the yeah, league is. Yeah, but when is. they were, weren't even in a league position, they were buying people from League One and League Two. Uh, not League Two. Yeah, they but those, players, like Adam aren't, Rooney, look those at players aren't coming for the money. They they're, were. They're, they're coming to play for a team so they can work with some of their heroes. I'm not you're like, telling you're not, me that if you're... I mean, Dan, a, Danny Webber was probably a personal friend of the owners. Yeah. <laughs> but you're, you're not telling me you're not going to be at League One well, and then think, I'm going to drop down to the Vanarama League. What, to... You're dropping two leagues down. To work under Premier League greats, I would. Is Aguero going to drop down to Leeds because he's a fan of Bielsa? Absolutely not. Well, it's different though, isn't why it? Are you taking it? Why are you taking it to extreme question. levels? It's not extreme level. Is a multi-millionaire top goal scorer in the Premier League going to drop down yeah. to the Championship? No, but someone in League One might League, drop yeah, down to League Two for playing time and to play for their yeah, heroes. Yeah, but not to the Vanarama League. Your point you're is be invalid. It's not invalid because it's all about money. Why? why not be part of a story? It's all about money. Why, yeah. why, why do you want to be part of a story? Why would you drop down two leagues on less money? Because he wants money. to be part of a he story. He wants to get the club up. Why is he dropping down two leagues on less money? So then how is it about the money if he's dropping down for less? No, he's earning more money at Salford. Well, sort yourself out when you're telling Confused now, you're ruining it for the viewers. They know I'm right. League Two is a great league. There'll be a poll. Don't let this mug tell you anything. Big clubs, Bradford, and League Two. Poor Bradford, mate. They were a decent little side. They stayed up on the last day against Liverpool, didn't they? Paul Jewell. Valley Parade was one of the greatest Premier League goals we've ever seen. Yes. Yes. Paul Scholes. Lovely. What a goal. They just called back. They, they just nicked. Um, they just nicked Owen Doyle back, didn't they? they just from Swindon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mate, that's yeah. ridiculous. Big controversy about that. The poor fella. He you got, would though. He got sent out on loan because obviously Bradford didn't think he was going to get any game time behind their strikers. Goes to Swindon and sends Swindon top of the league in the form of his life. And Bradford are like, "Yeah, no, we're going to take you back. We're going to need you back now." What's, yeah. sorry, mate, <laughs> what, sorry, what's mental is he's back. obviously 
top scorer in that league by almost double the next person who, funnily enough, was his strike partner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean, if you're Bradford, though, of course you're going to call him back. smart from you Bradford. Are do yeah. it. I, I just think that... But there's point, no guarantee he's going to hit the ground. They're left with egg on their face. It's a little bit out of order chances. on the player. And I, he, I think, especially if he didn't want to come back, he's playing football for yeah. the first time in probably a long time. Like his form might dip now, and it might ruin you yeah. know whatever he was, what run he was on. It can affect people's careers doing that. Mm. You know, you could be going on a mad like run, and whatever confidence Again, is Swindon, high. Swindon will be looking at thinking, you know what, we're in the playoffs. We want to keep that. Can we see if we can push on with his goals second half of the season? But he's trying Bradford, to make he's, up to. Should try and he's buy owned him. by Bradford. That's he's, the their, he's their employee, yeah, and they're Bradford pushing for it. No, I get it. But for the player, it could yeah. be detrimental. He could go back to Bradford well, it, and not score in ten depend, games, and then be back. I think on it depends the bench on again. his attitude as well because he didn't want to come back. If he thinks, oh, you know, that's what I mean. Lot, but I think him as a player, if he wants to progress, you've got to say, you know what, fair dude, I didn't want to go, but let's make the best of a. Yeah, but the way the team's set up for him now. Like it might be going well for him at Swindon. Is, who's to say he's going to come back to Bradford and score goals? True, but I think maybe Brad will look at the goals he can do and think, you know what, maybe we could try and copy that. I get it from I get it from all sides. Business, um, from a business point of view, I think they had to. Mm. It's like if Chelsea, for example, loaned Giroud out to Tottenham and then Tottenham flew up the league. You can't. You're helping your rival, your direct rival. It's. Um, yeah. Well, Business-wise, they had to do it. This is why a lot of the times people put uh, clauses into the loan saying you can't yeah. call him. Well, if you're Swindon, I'd be looking at it and just put your hand in your pocket. Um, and also, just a shout, quick shout to uh, League Two's Crawley Town because we'll be going to Crawley to watch the uh, women play. Yes, we in will. In a be. couple of weeks' time. We're we'll excited be, um, about that as well. We are. We'll be hopefully interviewing a couple of the players, uh, getting their perspective on football and, you know why they're in it, you know, how they feel about it, uh, the representation of women football and how that's coming through the ranks. Yeah. Uh, we spoke, a couple, we spoke a couple of weeks, I think on the first one, about the Women's World Cup and how great that was to watch and just hopefully getting a bit more exposure to... Uh, I'm really excited to go down and do that. Yeah, if, we're, if we're honest, obviously we're massive football fans, but we're not as nowhere near as clued up on the women's game as we are the men. No, no, so it'd be, good yeah, to, it's an it'd be good to to hear their perspectives and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah, I've got, like, we've got so many good questions to ask and... That's something we want to keep pushing on with is like getting these sort of interviews, little interviews with sort of different teams, different managers. Mm. We tried to get the Romford geezer down, didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> we reached out. We did reach out to Romford. We still had nothing for that. back. That would have been I, sweet as a nut. Go on, mate. I'm going to get him Invite on the blower. <laughs> I will get him on the blower because they didn't reply to my email and I feel personally offended by it. But yeah, so keep an eye on stuff like that because that's going to be well, that, we'll put it YouTube. We'll on YouTube, yeah. yeah YouTube so talking to the Crawley ladies, into. 9th of Feb. They're at home to Charlton, ladies. Yep. If you fancy it, come on down and watch it. We'll, uh, Should be a decent the game. Boys. Yeah, we'll put on yeah. social, we'll put where it is, the time, yeah. et cetera. So, you know, if you come want to come down, down and support it. the cause. You know, meet your, meet your heroes and, and meet the players. <laughs> <laughs> My good pal, we're Ro not paying you though. Roseanne Fine not sorted City. this out. So shout out Roseanne Fine for sorting out, getting us down there. She's yeah. a good girl. Yeah. Looking forward to it. And, and uh, we've got we a Dortmund coming up as well. Yeah, yeah. big Dortmund, February, the Yellow Wall. Which we're obviously excited about. Have we mentioned that? I don't think we've mentioned that, that. that one before. It'll be, that'd, be, that'd be great. You've got to let Can't people wait. know that it is. No two ways coming. about it, it's going to be a blast. It'll yeah. be an experience, you know. In June, yeah. we've got Drake performing down live. <laughs> On the Pearly <laughs> Way. Now we will charge for that one. And of course, Drake is German for... Insert random name here. Um, and then moving on, uh, I think we have to kind of talk about it. It was a record-breaking weekend for, for Liverpool Football Club. I was going to say Makazakas uh, then. They've made... <laughs> yeah, let's go back to Makazakas. I'm the... fucking bored of Liverpool. Oh, mate, you're the one who asked to talk about us. No, come on, let's you're do obsessed. it. I didn't it. ask. I just feel like we have to. Um, I'll give you your credit. The best ever start to a league campaign in the top five leagues. Yes, Liverpool have been fortunate in some cases. You know, the throwing at the weekend, Robbo not getting thank sent you for off. That. No, thank you. It's every, taken you um, every top six team, months to admit that. Every top team gets yeah. the luck that they deserve. You know, you, you earn your own luck. Every team that wins a league um, has luck somewhere along the way. I no one just dominates everyone every game. There's always twists yeah. and turns and a bit of luck for teams if you apply yourselves yeah. right. There is... Mourinho's Chelsea applied themselves right every week and put the effort in and you had little shades yeah. of luck. Alex Ferguson, he had shades of luck in his time as well. Look at the I'm glad top teams get it. I'm glad you brought this up. Thank you. Thank you very much. Don't eyeball me, man. Because I'm going to tell you something about luck. Don't eyeball me, man. <laughs> Let me tell you about luck. Right? If you are going to talk about it, talk facts. Don't know what you're going to Oh, I've got facts, brother. 
Total fact, it's not your conspiracy theory. 2004 to 2005, we won the league, right? You did. We lost once that year. You did. Do you know who we lost to? Manchester City. Man City. Mm. And do you know what would happen if VAR existed and it was on our side, just like Liverpool? It would have been a foul outside the box and that penalty would never have been given. And we would have most likely finished the season unbeaten that year. In other games, did you get any luck from decisions going No, we way? didn't. Okay. Not one slice of luck okay. anywhere down the line. No, that was the same year you, you cheated us out of the uh, Champions League. You would have got a red card, mate. Who knows Pay what happened? Who knows what would have happened? Penalty. You wouldn't have. You would have missed. I wouldn't have. Milan Barros. used to love Milan, saving penalties. Milan Barros did not miss penalties. You know, Xabi Alonso would have scored, mate. He scored, he, we need to score in the Champions League. Who knows League what final, would have happened? All anyway, I'm saying is, we were about, cheated. Enough about the past. I'm saying all top teams get luck yeah, somewhere along the way. Yeah, but I get it. Look at uh, Arsenal's invincible. But it does feel like you're getting a little bit more of the rubber than the most. If you look at the draws that Arsenal had during their invincible time, they could have quite easily lost a few of those games. Van smashing the bar. Yeah, and that was unlike Van Nistelrooy. He was a top, top forward. But that's not Gallardo. It's still raw. And I don't want to talk about it. Oh. Keown jumping on his back. Oh, Just come back. Fucking Ray Bowler digging him in the ribs. <laughs> I'm gonna say this. Rob Pelle giving him a little rib shot, mate. Fucking come on, Keown. Shit pundit. Do you have the right Move to on. retort, Martin? Come on down. <laughs> Everyone is entitled to their. No, it's quite hard to be fair. So I mean, I rate what you've done is in he? the game, or but is you're just annoying. You're boring. I reckon he'd lay someone out if he had to. Probably his wife. Jesus. Don't know where you're going with that, to be honest with you. And we digress. No, anyway, Dan, back to your point, mate. No, look, listen, you, are, you have been playing well. Um, you've been doing well. All I will say is, if we're going to... I just want to get off my chest now and then we can give you the praise after. But people, when we won the league... Um, under Mourinho people said oh they're boring they only get clean sheets they only play a brand of football that's not that attractive we didn't get any praise from it all we got was people saying that we were just parking the bus whatever Liverpool keep clean sheets consistent they play an okay brand of football but it's nothing I don't think it's anything different to what we were doing wingers on the on the side of the pitches counter-attacking um, playing long balls up to the wingers I feel well, we, didn't, we didn't get the sort of praise that Liverpool were getting where they're like the next the best thing since sliced is? bread I think it's because People looked at Jose Mourinho as a special one, but he still fucks people off. It's a character, yeah. yeah. Whereas where Jurgen Klopp, everyone just seems to love him just for how he a, is. I, I think, think he's whole, annoynly likable. I think yeah. the whole annoyingly club likeable. then gets perceived differently because it's Jurgen Klopp and he's so charismatic and he's so energetic and he gives it all the time on the sideline and he's always there. I think it, they look at it and see, oh, like Liverpool are playing amazing. I get what you mean. When Chelsea won the league, very rarely everyone said it was boring and they were just scraping one nils and it's all about defensive football and we want to see goals, goals, goals. I get that. And I, I genuinely think it's down to how Mourinho's manner was seen throughout the whole thing. Well, it's a bit like... Yeah. Uh, it's a bit I, like you, I agree. A bit like Mayweather in boxing. Because he's such a shithouse, people almost complain like, oh, he's boring to watch. Like, he's just grounding out. But you know what? It's effective for him. And you know what? To people who enjoy watching like the tactics of the game... Like, you'll you enjoy it. Like, Rafa versus um, Jose, it was always like a chess game. Only rarely was there a couple of games where it was more than a two-goal deficit. Mm. It was always nil-nil, one-nil, back to nil-nil. And it was, like, not the most entertaining to watch attacking-wise, but you could see, like, every you element... You see the work. Like how they counter counterpart yeah. each other yeah. all the time. Can't all be Man United? I don't want to be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah Oli's a goal. Um... No, look, I, I can't sit here and say that you're not a wonderful team. You are, and the, the record is phenomenal. Like, for, you, you've been unbeaten, what, calendar year? Is that right? 38 games. 38 yeah. games over a calendar year. Your first team to ever win, um, to amass that amount of points yeah. in your first, what? And, um, 20, 21, yeah. 21 games. Yeah. So, like, it's an achievement that's it's unrivaled. There's no two ways about it. That's a fact. Um I'm just annoyed. With the, <laughs> I'm just annoyed with the praise you keep getting. Yeah. It feels like everywhere I, I go, it's all about Liverpool, I, and I get it because they're top. But it's I think just what so helps annoying. as well is the fact that we haven't won it for ages. We had a fantastic year last year, Champions of Europe, but also like it almost feels like it's um, fresh. Like it's like people don't. People, you know, last time people really praised Liverpool before last season, it's you. Was the, was the game against, was these? I think it's you as well, because I never you. got this sort of shit when we won like Champions Leagues and that. I, wanted I never got it, it from any of these lot. And then you've shown up. When you was like flying under, with Suarez and that, I actually wanted you to win it. I thought, you know, I really like watching Liverpool play, but you've really tainted <laughs> my view on them. You really dug in 
and got under my skin. You know, in the way I'm a shit house, mate. Get in there. I'm a shit house, mate. You know, the way I see it is that the way the way I see it is that I want to enjoy the position my team are in because I have watched them sink to low to low lows. We've so been through the watched them on the telly back. for years. And in the stadium, let's not ruin our reputation here, Jay. Remember that. We're from, we're, from the, we're from the fans. We're from the terrace. Yeah, you're from some terraces. Yeah, yeah it doesn't mean you have to go to. Your, we will get you there. We will get you to Anfield. It's Listen, a, you can admit it, mate. It's you a dream and an aim of mine. Floating to get around. You there. I'm Dan, 24. <laughs> I've uh, addicted to my armchair. <laughs> <laughs> Jay? But yeah, go on. Talk highly of us, mate. Come on. Well, I mean, I'm not going to talk highly of you. You're doing well. Fun fact. If you win, a colleague told us this today. I'm going to shout him out because he's listening. Leon, thank you. Little fact: if you win your next eleven league games, you will equal obviously Arsenal's record. Your fiftieth game, which will be to beat the record and also win the league, if you remain unbeaten, is away at City. Mm. I saw mm. that as well. That that'd will be, be, very, be that'd huge. Be interesting. And after you guys on. Was it Saturday or Sunday we played? Sunday, United. then we got Wolves away. But the yeah, run's going to come into it. We've got some tough games away, but the fixture list looks favourable right. until we'll do you, we'll yeah. do you that City this weekend. game comes around. We can all stop talking got, about um, it. Got the obviously Champions League games coming in. Oh, yeah. God, I, I don't see a team doing um, anything against you beyond the top six, seven, because no one below that looks like they're picking up any form yeah. or look but good enough it, to it actually. It always pull looks off like when we, like, especially against Tottenham at the weekend, the only chance we really give away is from our own stupid mistakes. Like, we'll pass the ball out and it'll go to someone, you know, we're not really concentrating. And then someone will take a, get the ball trying to counter us. That was the only way... One thing I will say about games. the Tottenham game, whilst you weren't at your best, you were still... In control. In control. So much better than Tottenham. Yeah. And it just shows the golf this year. Yeah. Like, every, every team bar City and Liverpool are just not at that level. And... City being really, really bad this year in comparison to what they've been mm. for the last two has aided you in obviously being so far ahead. But you know what, credit yeah, to... Yeah, I do think it'd be closer. Credit to Klopp for keeping the mentality on side as well. Because, I thought oh, he's a huge struggle. factor. Yeah. After finishing so close last year in the league, I was worried for a, a period of time because I thought to get that close, like one point, but mm. Mac, like uh, record points to finish second... Could that have a detrimental effect on them for next season? Thinking we've done, every, we've pushed ourselves as far as we can in this league. Only lost one game all season, and we still ain't won the well, title. I Do you think you'll go one better? I think it would be interesting I, I, if if you win it. I'd like to see next season. Yeah. Like, can you retain it? Have you still, I, 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 will I, you still I, have that I, same? I, I know it's going to sound quite drive. super, but I think what helped us massively last year in the mentality wise of getting over the line was the the Champions League win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because it was like finally we've we've won a final. We finally got over the line and, and picked up a big trophy. And then going into this season, we kind of showed it again, beating Chelsea on penalties. But I actually, and then going to the Club World Cup. We no, struggled in pre-season, like though. We were, think, we, were, yeah. we were dreadful in pre-season. I think missing out like you did last season actually helped you because I think you probably sat there this summer and said, like, not again. We're not having that same situation where you've done think, all of this over a course it, of a season. And, and at the same like, time, you've probably realised how good you are. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's probably one of the first time I've certainly watched us win, uh, get really close to a title... And then not sold our best player that summer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember. Jurgen with... Klopp deserves all the credit. Absolutely. I know the owners deserve it for bringing him in, but what he's done for our club since he's come in, he's not rushed anything. He's taken his time. It's took him a good few years to get the players he wants in and to build a squad in the mentality of him. And oh, mate, I... you know, it, it shows, he's, he's, it shows he's... what you can do if you give someone time. Yeah, and especially he was getting it wrong a lot in his first uh, season and bit. He, but he was, was still trying he to find out what would yeah, work for he, him at the club. It, not only that, but also in the winter months, he was getting it so wrong with some of his team selections the way he was putting it out there. But it's also working it's with just... someone else's squad. Yeah, he exactly. Was, but he, he came didn't... in in September and he had someone else's squad, and it's taken him. He he got obviously the first window he. Barely knew his squad. I don't. I don't know if you signed anyone at all. Marco Gruitch, who ended up going out on loan, yeah, was first signing. Stephen yeah, Corker came in on loan. But it took yeah. him obviously that summer, and then then, then the next mm. year or whatever. And now he's obviously over the last. How long has he been there? Four years. He, uh, Four and three and a half. Three and a half. So he's had how many is that? That six, seven windows. Yeah. And he's been able to build like with me and Dan were talking earlier today. That team you run through it from one to eleven, barring Henderson. They're all clops. Yeah. They're all clop signings, other than. Trent, who's obviously come yeah, through. I think what I think Gomez, uh, was, Gomez was a Roger signing. Like, oh, was uh, it? Firmino, 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 yeah. Firmino, Mill, the other two, but like wholesale, like when Wijnaldum came in, 
but I that's, thought, that's I thought straight away, oh, he's going to be a winger or attacking footer. He's, he's not been brought in like world-class superstars. Like, Salah wasn't a superstar no, when we signed him. Mane wasn't a superstar when we signed him. Mane but he's brought player. them in and he's just taken them to a whole other level where they're now being considered as the top bracket of players in the not world. Not necessarily superstar, but the only big name he's brought in that's, I think, recognised around Europe was Alisson. Van Dijk was still at Southampton. Uh, well, there was a lot of talk about yeah, Van Dijk. No, he was at Southampton, was, but everyone yeah, wanted him. Van Dijk no, they did want him, well, but he wasn't. Um, he wasn't like Barcelona were in for him. If you know what I mean, like he wouldn't. It was they like, were. Everyone was in for him. Everyone, everyone saw him as their next. He best wanted. He wanted, wanted to go to Liverpool. He said it in the I window. Thought he tried to sign him before. I thought it was the Premier League. Couldn't get him, and then everyone was like, "Well, let's try and get him." Yeah, he decided at that point, "I want to go." But yeah, he was well. He was well wanted, and I suppose you took away what Fabinho from Monaco. Monaco, not a superstar, but. No, he's, thing. He's, he's signing players that aren't well, seen as being the top of their craft in the game, but he's managing to nurture them then, into the point where they are seen as like... City haven't really. Oh, 100%. I'm not De saying Bruyne City haven't, but... De Bruyne is the same as yeah. Salah. Didn't really make it at Chelsea. Other, than, other than probably... I mean, they've gone to Leicester who won the league and took their best player, although they are a lower team. Rodri, Atletico Madrid, they're pushing to get to that sort of level. Other than that, yeah, you're right. Oh, I don't know. Kyle Walker, Spurs were a, a direct competitor at that time. Yeah, they were. They have gone. It's like when we signed yeah. Van Persie, but I think for what's massive about um, Klopp as well is when he brought in Fabinho, when he brought in Oxlade Chamberlain, or with Cater as some, some example, he's okay to wait. He's okay to say, like, Fabinho, get used to how we train first. He had an, I remember he played against Arsenal, had an awful game at the Emirates, and he just said, look, stay out, ball nurturing. He comes in, he starts playing like a Rolls Royce. Same with Oxley Chamberlain. Oxley Chamberlain had to get used to the gag and press and had to get his. He wouldn't put Fabinho in a team until he learned English, would he? Yeah. Because yeah. he said, I, You're not playing for me until you can communicate then, with your with, team. With Kai, so like, we that. couldn't get the deal over the line. So he said, Look, we'll, we'll buy him, but we'll loan him back to you. It's like, There's no rush. There's no, like, we can't get plan A. You've let him coach and you've let him And it's a, it was to, the same with Van Dyke. Klopp never has a plan B when he's signing players. He wants the player he wants and he'll either wait for that player. Or if they can't get him, he'll scrap them all together and then he will go and look at alternatives. Yeah. He doesn't have a list of like three or four players. If we don't get him, we'll go for him. It's true because I remember in 2016, 2017, I think it was the season before we got Robertson, he definitely wanted Chilwell. And uh, I think it was Chilwell's dad or his, his brother representative said, uh, I think they kind of changed the goalpost last minute and he ended up scrapping it. And we waited, gave, we put James Milner left back, waited 12 months, got Andy Robertson. He didn't come in straight away. Moreno started against uh, that season at yeah, left back. He waits, he waits. He says, all right, you're ready now. And then people just, just flourish under him. You know, you can't... Anyway. You can't. The rest of the coaching staff deserve credit as yeah, well. Yeah, Pep Linders. Enough about Liverpool. Summarise, to summarise, Liverpool are lucky. Liverpool are the rest good. are on your side and you're only top because everyone else is shit. And seen. And uh, just <laughs> We've been all night otherwise. Yeah, the top seven, they all made it through their group stages in Europe. Yeah, so all British teams did, didn't they? Yeah, it can't be yeah. that bad then, these, these English teams. No, we're doing okay. We're doing okay. It, listen, I've... Uh, it'd be nice next season if people can catch up a little bit more and make it a bit more interesting. I can't see that though. It's such a gap at the minute. Just we'll to see. Try and City, City will be back there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, City, City, City will. Because they will, they will go out and sign this. You never know. He's, he's going to realise that he's messed up. A couple up of with players can back. make all the difference. They can, but the, the consistency level. We were like. never meant to do well on the Conte and we won the league. So you never know what can happen in the league. Yeah, another season. Who knows? I'm not saying Chelsea got to the end. It would just be nice next season to see what can happen. To be fair though, you ran away with that year. There wasn't really any too many competitors. If Jose gets money. Don't know who's who he's oh, going to so sign. Got Arteta in. Who knows what he's going to do? Yeah, um, Mourinho. Oh yeah. Will Arteta fan, survive the championship? Would like to see the league more competitive. Will Leicester keep their team together and add to it? Yeah. I miss the days when the top four was like a big event. That mm. every Super Sunday they'd Grand make sure Sam's that they Sunday. had one where those four teams were all playing on the same day. Yeah. And it would be a huge thing. You don't really get that anymore. I miss. Those. I'd like it to be four or five teams maybe challenging mm. for the title. It, it makes it more exciting. It does course, as yeah. a football at least, fan. At least be challenging by fucking Christmas. <laughs> but obviously, yeah. after Liverpool win, win the league, please, so it's I can just have that that moment, and then it can get as competitive and exciting as you want. Mm. But you'll, get, you'll get a well done, a handshake, and a swift fuck off straight after. Ending on so, right, mate, I'll and fuck a off straight up to Liverpool. Ending on a nice trophy. note. Yeah, for the for the for the week. What was it? Yeah, yeah it was a nice day, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I so saw on, online, I think Jay saw it as well. Oh, okay. yeah. um, the Norwich fan that sadly Maybe passed away. Barry something, wasn't it? Yeah. We'll get his yeah. name up, but we'll just um, tell you, sorry, he left 100 quid before he died so the players can, can have a drink on him, which I think is yeah, fantastic. Life and long, they, life long fan and they did. Norwich. The players and, uh, had a drink on him and posted a picture of themselves drinking it. It's a family club, you know, big up Delia. Um, you know, it's, it's such a yeah, 
So it's a nice gesture. That it is. It's a that is gesture. nice. And it, it shows that football's deeper than just the, not the all stuff fans, that we come on here and yeah, talk about. Not all fans I mean? are assholes. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's more there's more to football than just Barry Greaves. Barry, Barry Greaves. Greaves. Yeah. Rest in peace, Barry. Uh, I mean, that's great. To be honest. Yeah. Oh, mate, it's class. It's, class the, it's little things like that that make football amazing. Like, so it, it's yeah. a family, isn't it? It shows you People what an effect. It is. It is just more than just. Except the agents. He's probably spent his whole life following Norwich. Do you know what I mean? It just shows you that football is ingrained in most people's day-to-day lives. You talk about it, you see it, and like I said, it's more than just the game that we watch on the TV. Yeah. That's why we love it. We appreciate all the followers. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Full-time whistle going off. Yeah. Thanks again for all the support on the socials. Please Um, continue it. Yeah, please please continue it. it And and keep a lookout for the activities that we're going on. We'll put more stuff on there about Dortmund and going to see the uh, Crawley Town ladies. Um, So, you know, Thanks again. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you later. Peace out. Peace out. See ya. Holla, holla, player. I set out the other day to try, to try, to change my